Jack here. So, to put it lightly, the last couple of months have been a tad hectic. What I mean by that is we've been working on all different kinds of projects, whether they're video, whether they're trips, whether they're other pieces of talent talk. And I just haven't gotten a chance to sit down and talk and say, hey, this is Jack, and welcome back to Talent Talk. I'm currently working on a project that has been the culmination of this semester, I think. It's a podcast about Loretto and that school closing down. And I'm really excited to share that with you, but I'm just putting the final finishing touches on it. And we just finished the Lip Dub which is actually out on YouTube right now. You can go check that out on the KBFT YouTube page, but that took a lot of time and energy. I was one of the main people working on that one. And so I haven't gotten a chance to put this podcast out, which I'm really excited about. We went to STN a couple weeks ago, right before spring break. And what STN is, is the Student Television Network Competition. It's something that the media department goes to every year And it's a place to compete in competitions for videos. And this year, podcasts. There's PSA, there's morning news broadcast, there's social media, there's sports editing. There's all kinds of really cool stuff. And we kind of get into it in this discussion, but I had the chance to sit down with Elise Ledesma and Nathan Hertzler, and we just kind of talked about our experience in Seattle, Washington, which is where it was this year. And it was really fun to kind of reminisce almost because this happened about a week and a half after we were back. And it's just taken me a second to put this out onto the channel. But without further ado, here's my conversation with Nathan and Elise. And make sure you stay tuned because we have a couple more great action-packed episodes for you before the end of this school year. So enjoy. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's special episode of Talent Talk and yes, I'm not a female voice nor am I Isabella or Hannah. It is Jack back on the regular feed. We're talking about STN this week because I have Elise Ledesma and Nathan Hertzler with me. What's up guys? Hello. Hey. So we have gotten back. We got back on Sunday. We had ditch day on Monday, and now we're back to school, back to the daily life. Um, it's kind of boring here. I'm not going to lie. Extremely. I kind of want to be back in Seattle. Yeah, like the minute we got back to school and we were in school, I was like, wow, I wish I was in Seattle. Yeah, for we're, sure. We're just having a time you actually had to wake up to do something. I was not having that. Yeah, yeah like the adrenaline rush literally started at like 8 in the morning, and I was like, it lasted throughout the entire day. And now we're here, and it's like, wow, I miss it. Yeah. Okay, so take us through the days while we were there so day one so we our our trip kind of got a tad bit messed up with this whole boeing 747 debacle um our plane that we were supposed to take they were just like hey you guys can't fly on this and so they completely canceled our flight so hogan did a really solid thing and switched everything around and made sure that we could still get there for in order for us to be in the competition but we ended up leaving a day later we were supposed to leave on Tuesday. We ended up leaving Wednesday morning at four in the morning. We yeah. had to be at the airport at four. So rough. Right. It was. I was tired. Well, I, I had like more energy than I thought I would have, but I was still really tired. Yeah, I think that it made it worse that we didn't have time to like 
go well like we went to the hotel and we changed and stuff but our day started immediately after that like we were out doing stuff by 10 a.m like, that's true which it i mean was like fun because we yeah it literally felt like we had done that for two days yeah that's a good point by dinner that night it felt like it had been two days long uh but it was really great we we got there we got checked in everything was settled and then it was time to go to the museum of pop culture which was really quite interesting they had some cool uh pearl jam exhibits and they had this really cool indie gaming exhibit um for being real i was a little underwhelmed i think what i did is i hyped it up in my brain so mm-hmm. much yeah and then when we got there i was like oh yeah okay i have to remember that this is a museum and this is like you know just a just a normal spot it's not disneyland but it was still a lot of fun really enjoyed um getting to hang out with everybody there was this music kind of I don't know what to call it. I think it was like an exhibit. They, they yeah, called we it. were there yeah. for a long time. Yeah, we spent we mo- a majority there. of our yeah. time there. Yeah, in the sound lab, as they called it. Yeah. Yeah, that was Coming a lot of fun. In the stew. Yeah, that was that was pretty. That was I would say that was the funnest part about it because like everyone went in there. Yeah. And like even Cap was playing in there. He got on the guitar or whatever, and then Anthony was playing drums, and Berto started singing, and like everyone kind of got to just jam out there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was a grand old time, and so then we came out into a little, little courtyard out front of the Museum of Pop Culture and had our sandwiches, which ended up being delicious. Yeah, those sandwiches were. Good. Yeah, they were super good. Took a little bit of a long okay, time to get wow. them, but that's just because there was also forty something of us, so yeah. like makes me, sense. But and me, Hogan, Bella, and Karina walked the like six <laughs> miles. No, it was actually really long, and we had to carry like the twenty bags of food. And then Mr. Hogan was like, just decided to get an Uber <laughs> on the way back. It <laughs> just sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Not to mention it was freezing that day. Yeah. It was and literally the bags were so ripping. cold. I was carrying the bags <laughs> of like the sandwiches and the bag like ripped in half. So I had to like carry it all weird. It was. Yeah. But we took the monorail too there, which was pretty cool. I think. Yeah. I like taking public cool. transportation the whole time. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. We light railed into the hotel and then from the hotel to the Museum of Pop Culture, we took the the monorail. Yeah. Which was super cool. It seems like it's more of a tourist attraction than anything. Yeah. But uh, tons of windows, uh, good space for <laughs> pictures. It was, it was fun. It was yeah. a good time. Um, so we, then we took the monorail back to the hotel, mm-hmm. and then what did we do after that? Do you guys remember? I think we had our chill time. Yeah, it was nap time. Yeah, we definitely all needed a couple of naps in that time. People were conked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know what we did. I feel like we did something. Um, after that. No, is that when we went to Pike's place and took pictures? Uh, was that was that break? Yeah, I think that. I think you're. Oh, because we had to decide whether or not we wanted to go back to Pike's first, and then. And yeah, and then or go to the hotel first before we went on the ferry, or go to, go to the hotel then Pikes then the ferry, or the Pikes mm-hmm. then hotel then ferry. There was a lot of different words there. So came back to the hotel. Then after that, we wanted to go to a restaurant that was across the body of water. I don't know the Puget Sound. Is that right? Yeah. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, but we took a ferry across the water. That was freezing as well. Yeah, that was so cold. But it was fun. I, I thought, think that yeah, it, I think it was really fun. I think it's fun because like, every, yeah, just going out there and like everybody taking pictures and especially like the view from out there was oh just gosh. so cool. Yeah, it was so insane. Cool. That was one of the most memorable parts of the trip. I think there were some really great um, kind of bonding experiences on that. 
on that ferry ride. And then we went and had some beautiful Mexican feud. Uh, oh, the God. chicken was delicious. <laughs> yeah, the chicken, the chicken was chicken very was good. good. <laughs> and the service there was great. We got our food all at the exact same time. Do you want to tell your chicken story? Yeah, I would love to tell my chicken story. So I'm a vegetarian. I've only had like chicken a couple of times. I've only had orange chicken once at an airport. And so, wait, wait, wait. Why'd you have orange chicken? Yeah, I don't know. It was good. But anyways, so we, we were sitting at a table. Who was it? It was me, you, and Ben, Ben, Anthony, and Birdo. And John. And John. And John. I don't think Ben was there. Was right. Ben sitting at your guys' ben table? Ben was sitting at your table. Okay, You're yeah. right. It was, it was Birdo, John, myself, you, and Anthony. And we had a lot of um, bonding time during that session because... We were legitimately the last table to get anything. <laughs> Everyone else had their food while the lady was coming around asking for drinks. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And then we got our drinks, and I specifically asked for a... Well, first I'm looking for the vegetable menu, <laughs> and I asked, I asked them, is there a vegetable burrito with... like? Does the vegetable burrito have vegetables in it? Because I was thinking it was going to be a veggie burrito, but then I just asked for a carne asada burrito with no meat, and then she looks at me weird, but I'm like, okay, whatever, like... Stop judging me. And then I get my burrito and I'm halfway through it and I realize that I'm eating chicken. And like it was good until I realized there was actually chicken in it. And then my stomach started feeling really bad. I didn't want to like air out the whole place and be like, be like, you guys put chicken in my food. So I told Haley and then Haley made it like told everyone. And then everyone was looking at me all weird like, are you going to die? Like crazy stuff. And then immediately my stomach started feeling bad and I was, she, the lady was being so like, I don't know. She was like, no, what did I say? I was like, do you, is there like, what's this in here? Like, what do you give me? Yeah. She was like, it was a carne burrito, no meat. And I'm like, well, what's this right here? And I pointed to the chicken. She's like, oh, sorry, that's chicken. And she's like, do you want another thing? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, sorry. And then walked away. Like, didn't even like care at all. And then I was making a big at um seen about it and i was like they should give me a free dessert a churro or something and then she just stared at me and gave me dirty looks the whole time this is true uh but it was hogan's birthday which was a lot of fun <laughs> yeah and at every restaurant yeah at every restaurant it was hogan's birthday we were just celebrating hogan's birthday week um we celebrated cap one night yeah that's true buca de beppo yeah f- f- uh strangely enough uh hogan and cap have birthdays around the same time and so we were able to celebrate both of them on this trip. So then we hopped back on the ferry, went back to the mainland, and it was time for us to kind of start planning the next day and then to go to sleep. But, oh my gosh, that, that ride back was the most tiring thing that I have ever <laughs> been a part of, which it shouldn't have been. Yeah. Like, like all we did was have a meeting or whatever, but then after that, everybody was just dead. Yeah. Like, dead. We had the dance party in the tunnel. Oh yeah, that was, was fun. On the way there. That was so much fun. Uh, oh, yeah, everyone the... was just dead after that dance party. Though we got like a slight adrenaline rush right before we went on because I think everyone yeah. was just hyped because we were going home. We were like, yeah. all right, we're going back to the and hotel. The walk and back finally felt sleep. really short. I got to Uber back. The walk there, so. No, the walk from the restaurant to the ferry. Oh yeah, that the was walk quick. from the ferry to the restaurant felt so long. Yeah. And the walk back felt, felt really short. short. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. We had our Beats pill party. It was yep. quite a blast. Every night. We let Hogan and Cap and Anderson go on the Ox, too, so yeah. they put on their favorites. Yeah, Anderson was a big hater of the Beats pill, but every time it was out, he was turning up to it. <laughs> this so. is very true. This is very true. Okay, so day two, Crazy 8's day. Now, for people who don't know what Crazy 8's are, it's this competition where you do, like, 
either a documentary or a short film or a morning news broadcast, or in your guys' case, the morning news magazine. Is that right? Yeah. And you have eight hours to make something eight minutes or less. And it's just kind of this frantic, crazy, tiring, over-the-top day that is just so much fun. And uh, take us through kind of how you guys went about doing the news magazine. Um, well, it was the first time we had done this. Like before we've done, um, what's it called? The broadcast in the morning. Yeah. So like we weren't really sure what the like the difference between it was because everything kind of seemed the same. We went through the same routine, like everything through with that. But um, what was interesting was that they gave us a a very specific topic yeah. and not one that we had expected to get. We got, um, what was it? Native American culture. Yeah, it was all about Seattle. Native American culture in Seattle. in Seattle. Which, after we got that prompt, I started seeing Native American things all over yeah. Seattle. But, like, I didn't realize before that that it was a big hub for the Native American culture. But, yeah, it seemed really interesting. But there still wasn't a lot because, like, every place we called, it was like, they were like, everyone else has already called and we're kind of tired of everyone trying to talk to us. So we're not talking to anyone. Right. Right. That's what sucked about having such like a specific topic. It's because every single school, all however many of us there were doing that specific topic, we're going to the same places. And yeah. that's kind of as much as like they've been warned about it before and been told like, oh, STN going to be here. Right. We had specific spots we could like hit definitely. But mm -hmm. everyone had gotten there. I remember I got to University of Washington to a specific spot for like Native American um, students there, like a center for them. And they were like, oh, there's seven groups ahead of you. And we we're like, oh, like, what do we do now? Jeez. So, yeah. That's crazy. So, personally, I was working on a different competition with five other people. We were doing the documentary. And uh, our topic was, do you remember what our topic was? I don't even remember what it my was, topic uh, was. In Their it Element. Was in Their Element. Great call. So, we were floating around a bunch of ideas for in their element as a documentary the entire time and we just kind of settled on making a mockumentary about another group making a documentary about in their element which is very meta weird kind of turned out to be like funny which is something that i've never really done before i i kind of i i'm not funny per se and so creating this was um it ended up being funny, so I thought that was kind of cool. But it was just, it was a really fun experience to kind of go along. We just had a blast that day because it was kind of a documentary about making fun of the STN competition as a whole, but doing it in like a tasteful, fun way. So it was just, it was a good time. It was, it was enjoyable. And so then at the end of Crazy Eights, you just kind of like, we're done. Let's go have some food. Right. So. But I think that this year it was kind of like, this is as much as it was in Nashville, like crazy. And we know how stressful it could get. Like this year I had never seen so many things go wrong so quickly. Yeah. Like, like in the span of like 10 minutes, I think two computers crashed. Um, we had like our editor, like nothing was put in, like all just so many things were going wrong, but Jeez. we got it in finally with like three, five minutes to spare or something at yeah. least the news magazine got theirs and i know you guys were kind of already on your way to exporting and stuff but um yeah it was crazy so birdo ran it down in i think two minutes they said from our hotel room which was easily like a six minute walk at yeah. least yeah 
That's crazy. Well, yeah, I think that it was a, it was kind of comparing it to last year. And it's really hard to compare these types of things because everything is so much different. But comparing it to last year, like I felt like we really kind of hit all of the spots that we did last year as well. Um, Because I I felt like last year's was really great. And we were able to kind of pull from all these different angles and made a product that I was pretty proud of on both competitions, which was super cool. Yeah. And then we were able to go after that down to Pike's Place and we went to go see the original Starbucks. Uh, There were like all types of merchants down there throwing fish. It was quite fun, actually. We were watching... Uh, this show that was on Adult Swim back in like 2011. It's called Loiter Squad. It was uh, Tyler, the creator show. And the episode that we had watched that morning was actually filmed in Seattle. So we were doing all the stuff that they did on that day. So it was cool to be down there. And then we went over to, it was like a crab restaurant. Do you remember what it was called? It's called like Crab oh. Boil or something. I yeah. Don't, yeah, it's just, it's it's your typical like, crab like if you think of like joe's crab shack like like it's literally what it is like you go down there and you have the whole field the windows and everything totally open up to the ocean yeah it was really pretty to kind of watch the sunset through those Mm -hmm. windows and they really they took a bucket of like crabs prawns shrimp and like mussels and they were just like yo here you go and they like (laughs) yeah they they literally separated us like okay who's having the feast is what they called it and they're like who's not having it come to this table and just spread it all over and like that's how you ate it yeah it's crazy yeah we were shook that messed up my stomach stomach too like i had the i wasn't part of the feast i just had the spaghetti and tomato sauce yeah and that was good and then i was like mr anderson let me try some crab i tried the crab and it was good and Cal was like, Nathan, try this cooked oyster. <laughs> and I tried it, and it was the worst. I don't know. It was so bad. And then my stomach. My stomach was messed up for most of the trip for various reasons. But oh. Poor Nathan. It was a Poor fun, great Nathan. first experience. Yeah. That was my first STN. Yeah, yeah, no, that's really cool. So then we continued on to the next day, and that was the beginning of competitions and breakout sessions. And what happens on those, those are two days. So that's Friday and Saturday. And what happens is that half of our group does a specific competition, um, kind of like a either a short film or a PSA in Elise's case or action sports editing in Nathan's case or podcasting in my case. And you do these competitions within small groups and then the other people who are working on their competitions the next day get to do breakout sessions, which are these teacher-led kind of explorations into different ideas in filmmaking and podcasting and all different kinds of media displacement. And it's just kind of a frantic day as well, but a little bit more relaxed than Crazy 8's because the groups are smaller. But um, I personally made a podcast on Friday. I did it in, I feel like it was like six hours. It was from 10.30 to 4.30. So if I did my math right, um, it was just one of those situations where I just had so much fun creating my podcast i i ended up kind of exploring the underground seattle rap culture and fire topic it was like one of those things where i had no idea it existed until i really started digging and it just ended up being a kind of a cool product in the end but that was a whole lot of fun elise kind of talked to us about what psa was like 
Um, so PSA happened on Saturday and right. it was the last competition of, or individual competition of all of STN. So we were the last ones to get in the editing room, the last ones to finish everything. That's kind of so, cool. Yeah, which is cool. So we had Friday off, but then Saturday our competition didn't start till 10 anyways. So, you know, the whole morning we're sitting anticipating, we're trying to guess what it could be. Like, I know like Poppy, one of my partners in there had like, was so set on it being, um, street safety. She was like, it has to be like the city, like all this stuff. So then um, we went and picked it up uh, or picked up our packet from the hotels of the Hyatt. And then we got going green or go green was the topic. So we were like, okay, like what can we do there? So um, basically what we had to do was make a 30 second PSA uh, about just go green. That's all we had to work with. And so um, basically what we did was we took a more dramatic and kind of uh, different take to it. We didn't do a more positive look on it like a lot of people do and we took it and we got the worst parts of Seattle we could find. I mean, you know, we I think Poppy and I went down at least 10 different alleys that day just <laughs> filming, you know. Grimy. Literally yeah, very grimy. putting ourselves in the grossest situations just to get good shots and I think it turned out pretty well but um, yeah, so we just made like a 30 second video and, and then we edited until four, some, four 15 or so, like 15 minutes until we had to be out of there and back in our hotel. That's so, yeah. crazy. And kind of explain the editing process for you guys because personally, I was able to edit in my hotel room on my own computer. Like that was just kind of how my competition was set up. But for yours and for Nathan's, you guys had a specific editing room. Yeah, so the editing room at Stan is, com it's a whole nother world in there. Like you walk in there and there are- Tents. Like there are tents. It's tense. Oh, in intense in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's tents. People are no. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> no, you get in there and like there's over a hundred kids, like hundreds of kids in there, like come like so focused in on what they're making and it's crazy. Like you'd go in there. There's the this rules in there are super strict. Like you can't have Wi-Fi. Yes, they are. Yeah, Nathan ran into a few of these issues there, but you can't have Wi-Fi. You can't have your phone out. You have to have like they make you open up if you're using like a laptop. They make you make sure that. um your timeline is cleared so that no, like you're not sneaking anything in and then you're just in there Whoa. and you're just grinding for like the next three hours and just everyone's in there. That's crazy. Yeah. Take us through kind of your situation slash debacle, Nathan. Okay. So me and my boy, Scott, <laughs> me and my brother, we're, we both got action sports editing where we get a random, there's like four sports I think we could have gotten and we got snowboarding in Canada. So they gave us a bunch of snowboarding clips and they give us like four of not my favorite songs to edit to. And so then we're <laughs> in there. And like Elise said earlier, our computers were very messed up. And um, they needed like Wi-Fi to connect to the After Effects and Premiere. And so I connected to the Wi-Fi. Like I think I connected to my hotspot. And then on the paper that we got, the sheet, it said, if anyone has any problems, go to the STN website. So I'm going on the STN website trying to see if they gave us like the hotel's Wi-Fi because like... I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory. Like you need Wi-Fi to like work on a computer. But then some dude comes around and is like, hey, you're not supposed to be on the internet. Turn off the internet. So I turn off the internet. And then later in the competition, Scott got logged out of his account. So we had to use my hotspot again. And Scott wasn't even on the internet. He just had the Mac. And you could see like on the top that he was connected to Wi-Fi. And then another person came around and told him to get off the Wi-Fi. And then halfway through the competition, they, like, pulled me and Scott into, like, this side room and were like, if you guys aren't on, like, we saw that you guys were both on the Wi-Fi and we told you guys not to twice. And, like, we're not going to kick you out, but, like, 
you guys are going to have points reducted. So we had points reducted from our final score. Wow. Which was a bummer. Yeah, super bummer. It's interesting how strict they are inside. And it's interesting to kind of think about, you know, that there are some competitions that you have to be in the editing room for and others where you can just edit on your own time. Um, I think that's pretty interesting. But so Friday and Saturday are these giant days where we are getting to kind of do our own thing for the most part. Uh, We had a really fun kind of dress-up dinner on Friday night. Yeah, Mm -hmm. went to Buca de Beppo. That was kind of instituted by you, wasn't it, Elise? Well, okay, it ended up being on me, but so it was Anderson's idea in the first place. Like, I think we were talking about it here in Tallinn or something one day, and he was like, yeah, like I'm, or he was talking to Haley Strzok about it or something, and it was originally kind of on them, and then... um, we were trying to figure out we were getting ready for the trip and we're like, okay, we need to make this clear. Like, are we doing it or not? And so then finally it kind of just got put on us or me. And so I sent out a Schoology message to all, all the people going. We were saying like, Hey, we're going to have this fancy night. Like we think it's going to be a good tradition to start or something. Just a night where you go out and you, you know, dress nice and you just, you know, get a little bit more fancy than usual. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And it was a great day for kind of pictures. We got a couple of really fun group pictures that night. Um, and uh, our boy Nathan looked like a waiter. Yeah. Yeah, I decided to put on slides <laughs> and my white long sleeve um, collared shirt. And then everyone was calling me a waiter. And then I think Mac like stole your joke and was calling me a waiter. And so I went over to the little waiter's table, stole their little tray, and we got a nice little photo. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice, nice of photo. Me looking like a Buca de Beppo waiter. Yep. Yeah. It was uh, quite, quite incredible. Nathan yeah. was definitely the MVP of that night. Mm-hmm. And then looking towards Sunday, which was our uh, final day, closing ceremonies and going to Shake Shack, which I didn't know they had Shake Shack on the relative West Coast. Yeah, me yeah, neither. I've only ever had it on the East Coast. So yeah. I was like, so that was kind of fun, uh, an enjoyable time because their their shakes and their burgers are pretty good. Real quick, uh, side side tangent, are we feeling In-N-Out or Shake Shack? Oof! I honestly, honestly, no. I feel like Shake Shack. Really? Yeah. For the vegetarian side point, we're going. Oh yeah, you don't count, Chief. You do not count. But the I like us a mushroom burger, and it was actually okay. Yeah, those those mushroom burgers are kind of. My milkshake was stolen. This is true. Stolen was not. I was very. Given there are literally over forty of us, and we all had to order (laughs) on a computer, and yeah, someone didn't order a milkshake, and they had one. And I'm heated still. <laughs> Low it was, key. It was also like they're the the way that Shake Shack is set up because there's one of them in the entire city of Seattle. Mm-hmm. It seems like everyone wants to go there for lunch. So yes. it, you know, it took like an hour. Yeah, and we went at like prime lunchtime, like at yeah. like noon. Yeah. So No, that was wild. But closing ceremonies was fun. It's kinda like the Oscars of STN, yeah. it seems like. They they make it pretty bougie. But it was it was fun to kind of see all the different winners. Um promo convention promo was one of the most beautiful things mm-hmm. that i've ever seen <laughs> yeah, come yeah out of i STN. really yeah i have no idea still like i still can see everything in like my mind that was crazy yeah and our, it's so fun that they start out with that because then you're like oh so this is the standard that we're gonna totally. be held to now yeah, exactly. so you guys got a little cameo right you guys were in that one or yeah. Jack was in one. it. Jack yeah. was at the very end of it which was really cool and then our, our good friends over at whitney high school did a pretty sizable damage to the yeah. uh, awards categories. They did. <laughs> they. Uh, but the, what what podcast get though? 
Talk to him about podcast for a second there, Jack. Podcast. Flex on him. Flex on him. You know, uh, it was really cool because we were able to... Um, I'm beating around the bush. I got second in the podcast yeah, category uh, for and my podcast. Jack did, did it all by himself, which is also crazy because teams mm-hmm. were up to six people in it, and Jack did it completely by himself. It was just so much fun for me, yeah. to do it kind of by myself. And like, I love being a part of a team. Like, I was on the documentary team the day before that, and it was so much fun to work with different people. But the ability for me to kind of just be by myself and you know working with. Uh, Mr. Capagreco and being like, okay, we're, we're we're getting in an Uber and we're going. Like, that was a lot of fun for me. But I think we're going to wrap it up right here. Thank you guys so much for coming on the STN Recap Show. Any final final words about this trip? As um, my first STN, I had a really great experience just, like, bonding with all the seniors. Like, I knew a couple of them. Like, I knew you guys kind of well, but, like, I yeah. feel like we all kind of, like, got a lot closer. Definitely. Yeah, I think that like like what you were saying earlier, like you really can't compare like this year or last year for you like the year before because they're all so different. Yeah. But like like Nathan said, like I think this year was so like it was crazy how close we've all gotten and how much like I really feel like we're all a family as much as we were last year mm-hmm. with the juniors and seniors, which I think was really cool. I think just this year, the seniors in general just got way closer than I thought we would have. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. For sure. Well, this has been a special episode of Talent Talk. Back to your regularly scheduled Hannah and Isabella programming. I'm Jack. This is Nathan and Elise for Talent Talk. I think that's how I do the ending of these shows. (laughs) Do you remember? I don't even remember anymore. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Bye.